Welcome back to the Quarter Three Podcast. I'm Spencer Breedlove. And I'm Lisa Breedlove. And our mission is to inform your mind, inspire your heart, and ignite your joy. Whether in your marriage, your family, or your work, we hope that the things we talk about here on the podcast will empower you to live life to the fullest. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about the number one complaint in marriage and how to overcome it. Okay. That's what we're going to talk about this week. But before we do that, let's get a little update. Yeah, let's do. What's going on? So we'll talk a little bit about my job. Okay. Talk a little bit about Lizzie. But this week, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, I will be getting my fire and smoke restoration certification. Spencer's going back to school. I'm going back to school this week. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what's interesting is uh, I've had other people – uh, that I've known for quite a while mm-hmm. and people have asked, Hey, so tell me, how's it going? How's it going with FCA? And, um, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm no longer with FCA. And these are people that, I mean, people we've gone to church with. Yeah, Some and, just haven't heard yet. And people just mm-hmm. haven't heard yet. But yeah, back in July of last year, left FCA after a 10 year career with, uh, mm-hmm. that fabulous organization and, um, I miss my people that I've I got to serve with and, you know, been able to stay in touch with some and certainly pray for a lot of them uh, even today. And but uh, the Lord uh, called me out of that and has placed me in a new job, a new career um, in the business world that. I don't really, I, I never saw it coming mm-hmm. and it's been a, it's been a real joy uh, to be a part of it and getting to do this business from the ground up. And it's a uh, restoration uh, and mitigation company that also has a construction arm and division of, uh, of our business. And uh, we get to help people in their times of, property loss, uh, whether if it's water or fire and smoke, um, mold, you name it, uh, will help people um, really help get their lives back in order uh, and their homes back in order uh, after what loss they've experienced. So it's uh, it's been good. It's been hard. Um, learned a bunch so already. Um, and looking forward to learning a whole lot more. And uh, I thought you would kind of have a a jab that I am doing fire and smoke restoration. Yeah. Considering how many I was trying to I've hold started. my tongue, but I do find that quite ironic. And I was wondering, did you fill any paperwork out because they might have denied you entrance <laughs> into the class had they known your background of starting fires well those questions never came up so i did not have to disclose anything great well maybe you'll also learn proper um way to transport fire extinguishers let's see that's another story (laughs) well the main thing there is you learn a lot the main thing on the fire extinguishers is just making sure that we don't keep fire extinguishers uh, inside vehicles where during the summer during in Georgia the summer, and it's in the 
uh, in the, the back, back where it rolls around, it rolls around and, the and then it, it comes through the window. And so people can play that one out. And the amount out of pressure. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't believe how much pressure was built yeah. up in that little fire extinguisher. And then poof, it yeah. just exploded. Mm-hmm. I hope you learn a lot. Oh, Are y'all no going to be in like simulations? No, we'll do some simulations. Oh, okay. We will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This will be, uh, this will be classroom instruction and uh-huh. it will also have opportunities to do uh, hands-on instruction as well. And considering the mm-hmm. fact that we currently have a mm-hmm. job that we've been working since June, that was an apartment fire. Um, this is just going to be, uh, adding fuel to the fire, so to speak for, uh-huh. for my, uh, Education, yeah, and sure. certification, and and how y'all can help. So this our place. team, mm-hmm. our team at uh, Synergy will now have a water restoration and applied drying uh, technician. We'll have me as a water as a fire and smoke damage uh, restoration technician. And then we've got another guy, our owner, who's mold. Uh, trained with mold and uh, and remediating that. So it's uh it's an exciting time and it, it, like I said, it's hard Mm -hmm. and people told me it was Mm going to be hard Mm -hmm. and I don't think I realized how hard it was going to be, but man, the, the opportunity has been really, really good. And I just, I'm excited about it. So that's great. But yeah, hope you do good in class. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. Sit up, sit up, pay attention, take notes. Oh, I will. This is, ex- <laughs> this is ex- the right. science it, of fire, yeah. the science of smoke and uh-huh. the, the, all of that is just, it's very intriguing to okay. me. Very so good. I'm really looking forward to it. Very good. Well, um, my job, I have a lot going on. Yeah, you do. But one of the, the fun things right now is that I'm, training and doing some practicing with students that I'll take to a math competition in a a, a little over a month. I thought it was called Math Olympics. Well, yes, one of them is Math B and one is Math Olympics because I'm actually doing two competitions this year. And that was just really exciting to me that I could add more kids in doing two competitions. I could invite others Mm -hmm. to you know, join in and really find, um, find which one that I think they would be most successful in because I know most of them, especially the third graders, I have been their teacher this whole year, Mm -hmm. then fourth and fifth grade. Most of them I have taught. I think maybe there's one on the team that I did not teach. So, you know, and just working closely with their current teachers, just, knowing what their strengths are and where they could really excel and compete well, which is what I want. And it's just fun. It's really fun in the training times that we've had that you just see that light bulb go on. And then they're like, Oh, show us, show us more. Miss Love. like show us something else. We can, we can do it. We can handle it, you know, because you're trying to, show them some things that maybe we haven't really covered in our curriculum yet, but you feel that they're ready and they can, you know, learn it. It's just fun. I like it when they're excited. What about soccer? Soccer is very fun. We've had about 10 girls out there already in um, 
just conditioning. So you have, but you have transitioned from yes. middle school. Yes. To now I coaching did that for many varsity years. soccer. Yes. And just assisting with that. But that's a good role for me to assist and really get to know the girls, form some relationships, speak truth to them, as well as encouragement in soccer and, you know, some of their skills. And um, it's, it's really good. It seems like a really good group of girls that seem to enjoy each other's company, which that's just a bonus right there. If you get a team that can get along and there's no drama and backbiting and we've not had any. That's Y'all don't really have good. any drama. Mm-mm. Not within the girls amongst themselves. No. Mm-mm. That's good. If there's stuff going on at school, they've left it pretty good behind. And they do. They just seem to enjoy each other's company and, and seem to, they want to be out there, obviously, because we were out there one week in 30 degree weather. So in last week in rain. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. It's good right now. Then Elizabeth, you want to share about that? Yeah. Elizabeth got, was nominated for uh, the state of Georgia all-star Mm-hmm. Team, yes, she for, was. For, I is, guess it was GISA yes. or GIAA. GIAA, mm-hmm. yeah, the Georgia Our Independent team. Athletic Association. Mm-hmm. And that was a nice <clears throat> honor. And I think it's a two day two day tournament. Tournament or something like that. where the players from all over mm-hmm, come, the state was mm-hmm. it? They play in. I can't remember where it is. I want to say it was Macon or something. I'm not they may sure. be playing at the Coliseum. Oh, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. But that would be pretty cool, though. That would be cool. The last time yeah. I saw some basketball at the Coliseum oh, was when wow. I, I don't think was I a student at uh-huh. Rockdale County High School. Okay, I was a freshman. And what? Who did you see? And our boys' basketball team, our our men's was basketball it like state team, or something uh-huh. went to the, went all the way to the state championship. Uh-huh. I've shared this story before, I think, on the podcast about our head coach Cleveland oh, yes. Stroud. Yes, yes, and. You did. But that was, I think, the last time I went and going to see. So that was school. your own school yeah. was playing at the yeah. Macon Coliseum. Yeah. So for the state, if it so if it, okay. it is all, the All Stars and they're going back, that would be really neat. That would be cool. Well, it was just an honor for her. Uh-huh. Um, I know the season has been tough and had its challenges. You know. Yeah, but they're young. I mean, at least the only she's Lizzie is the only senior, right? And no, but and she's it, she's led well. She had a really good game last night. Yeah, they came back. They came back. It was exciting. Ooh, it was making me nervous. Mm. But good stuff. Yeah, All right. Was. So we're going to uh, do you have a question of the day? Well, yes, I was. Gonna... I was really hoping that we would have at least <laughs> rant. But you so see, I can't do that like right now. No, I I said that I can't force that. You I can't, can't force just, the rant. They just we, come to me. I'm inspired by things that happen. Yes, I know. Or that we, get on my nerves. I've got to have and then the I recorder in the truck so that all we get got to do is just hold up. Let me hit play, play or and record, then, and then yeah, you record, record. <laughs> okay. and then we just put that in. Okay. <laughs> you just got to make sure. Well, I may. Okay. I mean, if you name names, I'll have to bleep those out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I won't name names. Okay. It's usually more in a general. Okay. So do you have a question of the day? Right. So I don't have a rant. I just thought I could ask some questions. I've been, you know, thinking we're in these winter months that you and I have talked about can be hard. 
with just the weather, um, kind of the blah feelings after you've left holidays and, you know, just lots of different things in the winter that I think makes the winter a little harder maybe than other months. So I thought, okay, well, let's have a little bit of fun with some winter. Would you, would you, (laughs) would you rather? (laughs) I got tag tangled. (laughs) Would you rather? Would you rather? Okay. Winter. Would you rather? Are you ready? You got to quit laughing. Okay. Okay. Build a snowman outside or a blanket fort inside. Uh, blanket fort inside. Really? Yeah. Okay. I would too, just because I don't like to be cold. Building a snowman is fine, but yeah, melts. I, I like blanket forts. I even let my yeah, class do that. Fort. Yeah. Okay. How about hot chocolate? And would you do it? Put your whipped cream in your hot chocolate or marshmallows? Hmm. <sighs> How about whipped marshmallow? Like marshmallow fluff? Yes. Oh, wow. You whipped just totally marshmallow. changed it. I was just going to say both because I like whipped cream and marshmallows in my hot chocolate. All right. Whipped marshmallow. Okay. It's called marshmallow fluff. How about Still whipped. sugar cookie or gingerbread cookie? Sugar cookie. Okay. I like gingerbread. Goes better with milk. I got choose gingerbread. Sugar cookie goes better with milk. Okay. Comfort. Okay. Speaking of comfort, would you rather have soup or casseroles? Soup. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Any kind of soup? Because we're talking winter. Yes, we're talking winter. But I like, to me, casseroles sometimes are comfort. I grew up with them. Yeah, Any what kind of, kind of soup? Uh, tomato. Is a favorite. Tomato basil. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love That's tomato basil. One. That's a good warm soup. With cheese. Uh, my mama's vegetable soup. Like grilled cheese. I love my mama's vegetable oh, soup. Oh, yes. Now, that is a favorite around our house. And I love your white chicken chili. Mm, thanks, honey. Okay. This one might be a little girly. I don't know. A puffer jacket or a faux fur coat? Oh, that's easy. <laughs> I'm definitely not going faux fur. I would want the faux fur. I'm going okay. puffer. When I was growing up. No, I have I, a puffer jacket. That I know. I we all do. like cram into the, I mean, I can. Oh, yours makes a little ball. I can make mine into a pillow. Oh, wow. Like a small pillow. Yes. And put it in my pack. Yes. And it makes it very light uh-huh. for me to pack. I know. When I was growing up, I really, really wanted a fur coat. My mother had one. That was kind of back in the day, wasn't it? Like our parents. Oh, yeah. That generation. Yeah. Like they had mink. Or, yeah, my mom I mean, had they a did. Mink. My mom yeah. had a mink coat. I, guess then I don't know what she ever did with it. She probably still had Peter it. came along. Anyway, so I really, really wanted one. And of course, I mean, I'm a kid. They're not going to buy me a fur coat. But there was maybe, I don't know, it was faux rabbit fur or whatever so it was all different colors and it was so silky and i think i rub i would just rub it right here you know just to feel and i think i rubbed rubbed the fur off (laughs) in like places 
And then it didn't look so good. It looked like a skinned rabbit. Instead. <laughs> it looked like it had the mange. <laughs> yeah, the mange. That is not cute. So if you get a fur coat, don't don't just rub it, rub it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then the last one, cozy slippers mm-hmm. for your feet to keep them warm or fuzzy socks. Slippers. I go socks. The fuzzy socks. That's just. I don't weird. like shoes. That's well, I don't weird. like shoes, so I would rather put on fuzzy socks and just still walk around. No, give me the fuzzy. Give me the slippers. Yeah, you do have slippers. Yeah. You scoot around in them. Absolutely. I know. I'm always like, pick your feet up. It's hard to pick my feet up. It's like an old man. Is it the slippers are not concrete? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. So those are some fun winter things. Those are good. Mm-hmm. I like those. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into the conversation. Yes, let's. So the number one complaint in marriage. Drum roll. And how to overcome it. Now, I would imagine that some people are going to say, oh, it's money. Oh, it's got to be nope. the kids. Oh, it's nope. got to be sex. Nope. Well, it's not money. It's not kids. It's not sex. It's not bad habits. It's not even expectations of who's doing what around the house. Oh. It's communication. Communication and the lack of it is the number one issue in marriage. And if you don't figure out how to communicate, then you are going to struggle in the areas of your finances, child rearing, spiritual growth, intimacy, career choices, and expectations of who's doing what around the house. If you don't figure out how to communicate clearly and effectively in your marriage, you will foster dysfunction and dissatisfaction that will develop barriers that will be harder and harder and harder to overcome. Right, because communication is like that foundation that then you build all those others upon. You know, it's going to spill over into all those areas you mentioned. So here's my analogy about communication. Yeah, let's hear it. Communication is to your marriage Mm -hmm. what oxygen is to fire. Ooh, flames it, feeds it. Yeah, Uh communication. All right. Well, I. Fire inhales oxygen and causes it to burn hotter. Okay. Okay. It needs the oxygen to burn. Exactly. If it doesn't have oxygen, it's kind of like when you put out a when when you put out a Take candle a, on our uh-huh. on our, in one of our candles. What do you do? You put. Oh, a when lid I'm going to snuff it out, I when just put the it, lid. You back put on. the lid on it. Why? So it doesn't have any oxygen and it'll stop burning. Yeah, because the fire burns the oxygen. What is in that small area and once that oxygen is put out the fire goes out so we want our marriages to burn exactly therefore we need communication as that oxygen right and i think and i think what happens is in too Hmm. in too many marriages is they've put a lid on their marriage they put a lid on their marriage and there's and and what was once hot is now being snuffed out because there's a lid on their marriage and there's no longer communication Hmm. and the communication is dying. Okay. And the, and it's, and it is suffocating the marriage. Hmm. So. And lots of things can cause that. Oh yeah. Maybe, you know, not that you're even meaning to do that, 
but it's it's well, snuffing well, it out. Well, what are those things? What would the, some of those things be? That would snuff out the communication? Well, you just talk about, yeah, that would snuff out like just ongoing communication. Oh, I just think maybe just the busyness, busyness of life mm-hmm. that we let that get in the way and we aren't intentional. Mm-hmm. True. What else? I think that when you're home, I think some people, some marriages, uh, you have separate lives and you just don't communicate. You've got, you've got the, the, the spouse, you got the, the, the wife that does one thing. You've got the husband that does one thing. They've got separate careers. Maybe they have their identities in their job or in their role as a parent and, and things can get in the way of their communication together and they're coming together mm-hmm. to communicate. Mm-hmm. And, and so call it the busyness, whatever there is a lack of intentionality in the, uh, all right, we need to talk. I think sometimes as with anything else, maybe it's what was modeled for us or not modeled mm-hmm. that maybe we didn't have a good example. And, and I, I really truly think some, they're not sure how to communicate well. Oh, that's a wholeheartedly. It, it's yeah. harder for them. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. But I do believe there are, there are some moments that are built in mm-hmm. to every day, mm-hmm. the rhythms that we have every day that give you prime opportunities to strengthen that communication. Okay. And that's where I want us to kind of land as far as what What these five, what those five moments are. Okay. That you can leverage in order to overcome the lack of communication and be intentional. It's not something new or anything like that. It's just leveraging these moments to add oxygen to your marriage fire. Mm. Okay. Good. Um, so these five areas, one is good morning. One is good morning. So in the morning, uh, when you wake up and you're getting ready for the day, what kind of interactions do you have? That's the question. When you're getting up in the morning, when you wake up, you're getting ready for the day. What kind of interaction do you have with your spouse? Um, you know, when we think about our our rhythm, you know, mm-hmm. if it's a day that we, I mean, you and I, we go work out in the mornings. Right. We do now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We go work out in the mornings. And so we're up, you know, at the crack of dawn and, uh, putting our putting our workout clothes on not a whole lot of speaking not a whole lot of talking is going on but when we're still together but we're together but then when do we talk in the car right we're in the car Mm -hmm. yeah there's conversation in the car now um and i think that that has been a that's been a a real blessing yeah to be able to have that Mm -hmm. um then there are the times when you know, if we're not going to work out, you know, you, uh, the, one of the first things you do is you get up and as you're getting ready, you turn your Bible app on and you just start listening to scripture. Mm-hmm. 
And so now we have scripture playing in the house Mm -hmm. and that can sometimes, uh, or a lot of times foster conversation that we have Mm -hmm. about what you just, what you've just heard. Mm -hmm. So I think you leverage the morning time when you're getting up, when you're getting ready for the day Mm -hmm. to be intentional about having, um, conversation in the morning. And it looks different. I remember when we were in the, you know, child rearing years and we had little ones. I mean, we had two and then three that were young and, and needed attention. So it looks different, but I still think mornings, like I, I look back and remember there was a season you would cook breakfast for the rest of us, me and the children that were trying to get out the door, you'd pack lunches. Like there were things where we still were coming together and communicating and, and, and even, you know, as they got older, just before we rushed off to our stuff, okay, what's today? Who's got what? Who's picking who up? Right. I mean, it doesn't seem like, I mean, it's not like deep conversation, but it's still coming together and sharing with one another. So, that's the good morning. But mm-hmm. then shortly mm-hmm. after the good morning comes the goodbye. Oh, because we're both going our different yeah. ways, right? Okay. Going to work, you're going to work, you got the kids, okay. you know. So okay. here's the thing. Research has shown that establishing rituals like a goodbye kiss mm. has an overwhelmingly positive effect on marriage. And here's why. The reason is, is because it creates and nurtures a sense of connection, shared meaning and stability in your bond. So even if you're going out the door is always chaotic. All right. (laughs) Try to make it a habit to at least give each other a quick hug or a kiss before you go your separate ways. Hmm. That's good. It said they did that. It was like they did research. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this rituals like goodbye kiss overwhelmingly positive effect. Yeah. Hmm. So practice your seven second hug. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you got seven seconds. Take advantage of it. <laughs> and if you want to, <clears throat> you know, it, have a seven-second kiss, go that. Go there too. A seven-second kiss. <laughs> wow, that's what Spencer's hoping for. Yeah, I, you know, and I think about even sometimes when you're up and gone before me, because sometimes you have really early mornings. Mm-hmm. I I know that you kiss me. Mm-hmm. I come over to. I your mean, bedside. sometimes I'm not fully awake. I come over to your bedside. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then that's I, important. I brush like, your hair back. You took the time, and, and I kiss your forehead. Mm-hmm. You took the time. Connection, whether I was fully awake or not, but but it, but I still carry that through my day. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know he kissed me before he left. We'll meet back up soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so good morning and goodbye. Uh, I do have a question though. Uh-huh. What if they like just both work from home? Um, that's a really good question. Um, but maybe it could be there goodbye. Are, I'm going to my office or, well, you know, Jared and Kendall are, are Jared. Yes. And for those, His for, wife, those of, yes. for those of you that are just now tuning in, we have a, a middle son who was uh, married back in November, November. Mm-hmm. and both he and his wife, uh, most days, most work days from work from mm-hmm. home. And I was talking with Jared about this mm-hmm. the other day. I'm like, so is she like in a separate room and right, doing her own right, thing office. or whatever? 
No, they're right next to each other. With their computers. With their computers. Okay. Jared prefers the desk. Uh-huh. And he works from his desk and the different monitors that he has to operate yes. with. And Kendall works basically from the couch. Okay. But they both, well, specifically her, uh, she does have to go in yeah. uh, to the office. Yeah, some days. But there are also times where they each have their own individual relationships with um, with their friends that they spend time with. And so, you know. It, it, I don't think it just necessarily applies to work. I think it just applies yeah. that if there is a goodbye. Make sure you make correct. the most of your goodbye. Correct. And truly take just a few seconds and yeah. hug or kiss. Okay, I like yeah. it. Good morning and goodbye. What else? The third rhythm or moment in your day is a check-in. Ooh. A okay. check-in. Check-in. As you're thinking about your spouse uh-huh. – or wondering what's going on, you know, you may not have the time just to pick up the phone and, and call like you, you have no time between the time that you get there to work at seven 30 and the time you're done with soccer practice at five 30, you've got a 10 hour period of time where you don't have any time for conversation. Mm -mm. None. Not outside of not outside, school. No, school exactly. Room. Yeah. Um, but when your text messages are coming through, um, a quick text is easy. And I try to do that. Yeah. And you do that. You know, That's you've right. done that for me. I do that for you. But what that does yeah. is it creates this touch point. It does. That lets your spouse know that you're thinking of them. Uh-huh. Uh, even, even when you're apart. And especially if it's like something specific that they're doing, if they have a presentation or a meeting or something going on that you've remembered. And, you know, usually I'm trying to say that I prayed for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes true. there like are that. big things happening that we've talked about either in the good morning or yeah. in the goodbye section, you know, or in the evening, which we'll get to here in just a second that we know about and, you know, it comes to mind and we want to check in. Or it could just be, Hey, I Hey, love I you. love you. Yeah. Right. Think that. about you. I mean, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yep. Or shattering. <laughs> right. Okay. Checking in. I like that. So the fourth moment of the day is hello. You're home. <laughs> okay. And the question there is, when you are home, are you happy to see each other (laughs) and Mm. do you show it? Yeah. Or, you know, are you, I mean, this doesn't happen. The dog does. The dog greets me at the door, but nobody (laughs) else does. Um, And that's Uh, okay. But uh, when you come home, are you greeted? Is there a greeting? Is there a greeting? Yes. Is there Because home should be the, that safe place you're landing right from the day right all that's gone on right mm-hmm. and i think when you come home and it's a decompression uh mm-hmm. from the day hopefully there's been some decompression that's already happened uh before you get home and you're not bringing all of the weight that you carry from work or you know hard conversation hard days whatever 
hopefully you've done some decompression before you've stepped foot in the door and you're mm-hmm. present when you come home. Um, but also home is that place where you do get to share about your day. Mm-hmm. And when you are home, it's that, oh, there you are. I've missed you. Uh-huh. Um, and you're it, home. You're home. Safely. We're home. We're together. I like that. We're and back together. Mm-hmm. So the, but I think that one is really a critical one because over time hmm. there is a tendency for that to go away and for like people to come into the house, go their separate ways, do their own thing and use that as a time for their own decompression for the, from the day or things they still need to do yeah. or things okay. they still need to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there's no communication. Mm-hmm. We're not seizing that moment. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Okay. So hello, you're home. That's the fourth one <laughs> is it. Um, and then the fifth one is good night. There's your fifth moment during the day is good night. Do you try to go to bed around the same time as a couple? Mm-hmm. Or if you don't, do you make it a point to say good night to each other? One of the things that if, if I go to bed and I go to bed before you, mm-hmm. and if I don't tell you good night, Oh, I can't stand that. You, <laughs> there's your rant. There's your, there's your rant right there. It hurts my feelings. Why? Like sometimes you just, and I think you're, half asleep is probably what happens and or maybe you like think i'm just gonna get up and go to the bathroom and then you just like get in the bed and you never told me good night so i'm like is he coming back is he gonna say good night what i just think it's important it is important why is it important um i just i don't want to go to bed without saying good night and i love you one more time before i close my eyes Again, it's just that connection. Why do you think it's important? I I do think it's important. Sometimes I'm so tired, <laughs> though. I know. And I'm just ready to get in the bed and go to sleep. No. And and I, I'm and, never and I just, too tired to and tell I, you. And I die. just don't think about it. Sometimes I'm just like I'm. So you have to work on this one. So I do. This yeah, is this one is I have, one to, work have to work on. Yeah. Yes. Now, there are times when I'm going to bed, I'll say, hey, good night, and I'll kiss you on the forehead, and I'm off. Yeah. You know, but it's very easy for me to just get, get up, up and go. This is gone. And go to bed. And, Train gone. <laughs> and when I hit the pillow, I'm out. Yes. And then, yes. and then, and here's my rant. Oh, boy. Here's my rant. Oh, boy. It's when you come back oh. into the bedroom and I'm half asleep. <laughs> I'm like almost asleep. And then you got, were you not going to tell me good night? <laughs> passive then, aggressive. That passive aggressive. Then you would get I've into bed. I've only done that or a few you, times. No, 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 no. No, yes. no, no, no. It's every time. No. It, well, then you shouldn't time. do it so much. It's, and then, and then, and then. Oh, boy. And then, not only will you do that, then you what? will turn lights on. <laughs> You'll turn your you'll turn your lamp on. I'm giving you an opportunity to wake up and tell me good night. <laughs> I'm I'm allowing you to remember what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I'm 
But, Helping you see the light. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, by that point, okay. my body battery is about out, I know, and I'm having I know. to recharge. Okay. So I know I've tried to get better about not letting it upset me. Oh, goodness. it's just when it's so abrupt. It is. It is pretty abrupt. Yeah, I'm like, I, even the kid. I'm like, uh, did your dad say good night to anyone, or he just disappeared? Just disappeared. It's like, where did where did Spencer go? Okay, so back to good night. <laughs> Still making that connection point with each other, whether you're going to bed at the same time or not. Having, right. you can have some pillow talk. Yeah, we do that. We do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just talk about different things. Lots or of, yeah. There's that. Um, shoot, some people brush their teeth together. That's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, that's in the movies, isn't it? They always brush their teeth. That's kind of weird. Yeah, so you, you do see that in the movies. <laughs> you see that a lot in the movies. Yeah. Um, I mean, sometimes we do just because you're brushing your teeth at, at the same time right. sometimes. But yeah. It's I guess not that, that would be important if you start. It's not that that's important for us to do together. But no. Okay. Because when All I'm right. getting in the bed, I'm like, I'm ready to go to sleep. Yeah. But here's the thing every mm-hmm. time you pick, whether it's good morning, goodbye, um, checking in, hello, there you are, or good night. Every time you choose to grab hold of that moment, mm-hmm. what you're doing is you are adding a log to that fire. Mm. You're adding a log to that fire and you are continuing to fan into flame, as the scripture says. You're yeah. continuing to fan into the into flame. Um, the uh, the heat of your the heat of your marriage connection and communication exactly mm-hmm. and as you do that it continues to foster intimacy it continues to foster uh, good communication it fosters healthy finances it fosters healthy parenting it fosters everything and that's why I say that it's not about the money it's not about the kids mm-hmm. it's not about your relationships, it all comes down to that one big issue of communication. If you are not practicing communication and practicing it clearly, effectively, and uh, intentionally, then it is going to basically, you're allowing other things to be a lid on your marriage and it's snuffing out that candle. Mm -hmm. It's snuffing out that candle and everybody sees it. Everybody sees it and you feel it as a couple. Yeah. I was going to say, I think that if we'll, we'll be intentional to recognize these moments and then, like you said, take hold of them and do these little things to make connection with our spouse. I think that then lends to communication, right? If if we're connected, we're going to want to talk to each other. I'm going to want to share. I'm going to want to listen. So I think if we're having these touch points to connect, then that's going to foster communication, which then we know if we're communicating in a, in a deeper level, in a consistent manner, that's going to foster closeness, mm-hmm. which is what 
we would all desire. I mean, I, th- I think maybe, you know, people would say, well, I just don't feel close to my spouse. Well, maybe some of these things could help you feel close if you put these things into practice. I, I think you'll be amazed that you will grow closer. Mm-hmm. Pastor mm-hmm. Matt mentioned something this morning uh, and, and I wrote it down and I even mm-hmm. wrote down, I'm like, eh, I don't think I agree with this. Mm-hmm. And I showed it to you in church. Yes. And he talked about the uh, kind of the deeper the deeper the the deeper the intimacy, intimacy. the easier the conversation, and I, I I don't know how much I agree with that. Here's what I would say: is that the deeper the intimacy, the easier it is to have difficult conversations. Yes. I- Right. I don't think it's about having easy conversations. I think it's about having uh, difficult conversations easily. Come a little easier. Yes. Yes. That's what I said. I kind of wrote in my notes, kind of took off from that and said, yeah, the deeper the intimacy and the closer you are with a person, Right. Conversations can still be hard. Very. But but I said there's that desire. When I'm when I'm deeply connected to you, mm-hmm. when I'm deeply connected to my Lord, I wanna have conversation. Right. I, I there's that desire. Now sometimes I might not have the words and I might be it, it might be a struggle to to get them out because it's hard, hard conversation, like you said, but the desire is there, Right. the deeper the intimacy. It's not like, I'm just like, well, I don't care if I talk to that person. Mm-hmm. No, there's a, there's an ache and a, and a void if I'm not talking with the person that I'm right intimately connected with it should be a void. So to recap, um, the five moments or rhythms in every mm-hmm. day, that give you prime opportunities to strengthen your communications are good morning. So when you get up and you're getting ready for the day, what kind of interactions are you having? The goodbye. Um, what are your rituals like? What's, you know, is it a goodbye kiss? Is it a hug? Is it a seven second hug? What is your goodbye ritual? All right. Um, what is your checking in? When are you checking in? How are you checking in? Some of you may be able to have a phone call. Some of it is, just a quick text. Um, but what is your check-in uh, moment like? And then there's the, hello, you're home. There you are. You know, you, in other words, you're, you've been looking forward to seeing each other at home. And when you are home, um, do you share about your day? That's a great time to do it. And then the final thing is at good night. Um, what's, your, what's your ritual like in the evening? When you're going to bed, um, are you saying good night and having that as a moment uh, before you hit the hay? Uh, that's a great time to connect on a consistent basis. Yes. So hopefully by being aware of these different daily moments that we all have and seeing them as opportunities to make or break your communication in your marriage over time, then you'll be less likely to let them pass you by and your marriage will then burn brightly. And that's what we hope and pray for Mm -hmm. each of you in your marriages. So uh, with that, thank you so much for listening in Mm -hmm. this week to the quarter three podcast. I uh, can't believe this is episode 81. Uh, 
that that we've just finished up and uh, we are grateful for all of you who uh, listen in and give us encouragement along yes. the way. And we hope that the encouragement that you receive from us uh, is reciprocated. So yes. uh, we love you and are grateful for you. Lisa, got anything else? Nope. I was just going to say, don't forget to share the podcast on your socials. Yep. And always remember that two, two are, are better, better than one. one. And a quart of three strands is not easy.